What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Today is a Thursday, so you know what that means. It means that today was a weekly expiry. So, as always, we'll talk about the general theme of the market according to me. We'll talk about Nifty's analysis including the underlying stocks and of course we'll also talk about Bank Nifty. Uh we can't just leave that out. And finally, we'll come to my trades. So, let's get started with this, shall we? In yesterday's episode, I'd mentioned that the uh, you know the market was directionally decisive but overall you know it really wasn't uh, as fast paced and as exciting as one may like it to be today it was decisively indecisive and i know i'm overusing this word at this point but uh, what i mean by this is that today it respected the support zone and it respected the technicals very well and it moved in line with those however you know in terms of where it wants to go whether uh, you know it it wants to establish a strong positive trend or whether it wants to you know establish a uh, correction or a reversal that is not something that uh, you know was brought out of uh, today's moves and uh, yeah i mean sure it might have given us a hint of what might happen tomorrow but nothing too decisive is the feel that i got from uh both you know my watch lists and nifty and bank nifty so that is you know quite possibly one of my uh most key observations for the general theme another general theme or another general observation here is that uh you know the indices moved all right i mean they did they did not move spectacularly uh, especially considering that today was an expiry and uh, this might have been due to the fact that the underlying stocks did not move that much if we look at the top gainers and the top losers there really isn't a lot of uh, you know movement there i mean sure 2% 4% that's all right but not a lot of uh, big big movers so that might have been one of the reasons why uh, you know things almost seemed a bit slow so that's pretty much it as far as my general theme goes now we'll move on to the next segment which is nifty's analysis The intraday levels for Nifty were respected decently well. Currently where it's at it is above the change in polarity in on the daily chart and uh, you know the candle pattern looks like a spinning top for Nifty which is a good thing uh, because you know after what we saw on 7th November which is almost an all-time high uh, 8th November was you know an all-time high and by all-time high I mean a swing high. So after that it, it's pretty much uh, you know fallen consistently and now we're sp- seeing a spinning top which means that you know there just might be uh, a change uh, a change in the you know general trend of the market which may mean that it attempts another uh, you know breach of that swing high which is a good thing and uh, that, that that's mainly it for that you know I'm seeing from nifty here Uh, Nifty closed thirty one point six five points up at eleven thousand eight seventy two. Now that gives us another talking point, which is it did not, uh, you know, breach the eleven thousand nine hundred barrier, so to say, or did not close above it. In fact, the day's high was eleven thousand eight ninety five, which shows that, uh, you know, the eleven thousand nine hundred barrier is still extremely strong, and uh, 
you know, it basically just shows that there's a lot of resistance at these higher levels. And uh, despite that support being there, you know, I'd, I'd mentioned that there is a gap that's there. There are a few other candles which should give it some support and they did. So that's a good thing. But, you know, when we're talking about such heavy resistances from higher levels, it is always going to be a matter for concern. The positive thing here is that it did manage to close above, uh, you know, the previous close, which shows that at least the market wants to move ahead instead of, you know, downwards. So that's a good thing. But that 11,900, uh, you know, barrier is still, uh, you know, holding true. So that's possibly the biggest thing. Now, I like to speak, uh, you know, on the weekly chart also, uh, even though we're just one sort of day away from the week ending that's because sometimes it just gives us some perspective on where tomorrow might it might move so you know the weekly chart it's it's almost a doji where it's at uh, this is nifty's weekly and if the previous week's candle is to be respected which was a spinning top then you know we should ideally be seeing quite possibly a reversal uh, or a, you know it, it just correcting downwards possibly to those 700 levels or so, if it wants to respect that, uh, you know, spending top. Otherwise, we may just see, you know, it continuing to be a doji or possibly going up by a bit. So that is where it stands on the weekly chart. And, you know, if it actually does go down tomorrow, then it would be pretty cool that, uh, you know, just looking at the weekly chart one day before the weekends uh, helps give us some perspective. So I just want to mention that also. And uh, yeah, I mean, with that, we can move on to the day's gainers. We've got ICICI Bank leading the pack 2.66% up, closing at 485.75. Uh, pretty strong moves, actually. It's it's going from one all-time high to another all-time high. And of course, just coasting along the 8MA line and taking some really good support from there. The next gainer of the day is IOC 2.24% up, closing at 133.85. Uh, as I was recording this very uh, episode, in fact, once I was done with uh, the intro, I actually got a news notification on my phone saying that the government is mulling, reducing their stake in IOC, uh, you know, below 51%. That is definitely going to have some amount of impact on uh, that stock. So I'm curious to see how the market perceives it. Uh, and, you know, ideally, if, if the government reduces stake, that means more investment and that means good things for IOC. But again, that, that that's just my interpretation of this deal. Uh, it really depends on how the market perceives it, how the market as a whole perceives it. And, uh, you know, then accordingly, it will move in that direction. Where it's placed at, uh, it is at a spinning top, though it's at low volume. So if we do see a positive move tomorrow, uh, today's spinning top might be po quite possibly the biggest hint of that ever. Uh, but, you know, in general, IOC uh, and other OMCs and all, the, all those stocks are really not ideal if you want to get into, uh, you know, stable, low-risk, secure return kind of uh, a stock. So that's it for the day's gainers. Now, the day's losers, Infratel leading the pack down 4.38%, closing at 218.2. And it just looks like it's going haywire. That 204 or so support zone is working well. But it's sort of consolidating at that level, which makes me think that some big move might ha might happen either up or down. So, but, you know, Infratel, again, uh, it really has a mind of its own sometimes. So uh, that's that. And this is similar to IOC. If, if you want 
a lower risk uh, trade do not get into this because it might just bite you in the rear the next loser for the day is ved l vedanta limited down 2.96% closing at 148.4 and looks like it's had a support zone now so that's good uh in the past it has respected these support zones reasonably well so i'm curious to see whether that actually happens or not and with that that's the end of uh, nifty's analysis now we'll move on to bank nifty Bank Nifty closed 208.4 points up at 30,749.95. The day's high was 3,789.2, which shows that that 30,800 level was not breached today. So again, similar thing, uh, you know, with Nifty with that 11,900 level. So resistances at higher levels is, you know, appears to be quite evident. uh but you know when we look at the uh when we look at the daily chart it paints a slightly different picture because um here we see almost a hammer pattern that's happening here so when that generally happens it means that there is tremendous support from those lower levels and that's evident on the chart also uh you know it's it's got a few support zones including a change in polarity some previous support zones and you know some bases and then some resistances so all of those uh sort of you know price zones really really gave it a lot of support because the day's low was 30338 and from there it managed to bounce up almost 400 points so i mean it's just ridiculous another very interesting thing is that and this is something that i had mentioned yesterday also that uh if bank nifty wants to respect that 8 ma line which it has so far it will just you know either open gap down a gap up and then sort of go down or it may just continue slowly slowly inching along that atm line that is what we saw happening because where it stands it opened right on the atm line in fact it opened with a gap up on the atm line and from there it just inched higher so that that is a great thing it shows that it's respecting that moving average very very well so that really is as all as far as bank nifty is concerned uh you know purely because there really isn't a lot to talk about i i always say this but uh you know when most of the reading really depends on how we talk whether you're following one uh, some of the previous episodes also because in those i do mention a few levels in those i do mention a few things which may come in handy such as you know the eight ma thing that i refer referred to today such as some previous resistance levels and support levels uh, you know that 30800 one which i had mentioned i believe 3 4 episodes ago so all of those things uh, you know it's it's like sort of a continuous thing even though it's a daily uh, podcast talking about more of a analytical news thing uh you know i do refer back to those podcasts a lot you know when when you talk about these things so yeah i mean the su- the support level was very good and that is a promising sign uh if you ask me with that we'll move on to bank nifty's gainers for the day the top gainer was icici bank we we of course talked about icici bank in our nifty's uh you know gainer loser list so we'll just skip that for now the next one being federal bank Federal Bank was up 2.36% closing at 82.55 rupees looks like uh well was it at 82.55 why is it showing me the wrong price here it was at 84.5 my bad uh, if if there is some uh, some discrepancy with uh, the closing prices that i mentioned here it's because uh, my pc is finally back and i just uh, loaded my charting software on it so you know that's probably why that sort of slight issue might be there i do apologize i do apologize for that 
Now, Federal Bank, 84.5, closing up 2.36%. Looks like it's jumping from that support zone at 82.55. That's what I meant to say. Now, it's also above 8MA, which is a good sign. However, according to the candle pattern that we're seeing, it is facing some amount of resistance for, at higher levels. So, but that, that's to be expected. I mean, this was quite a big move, uh, especially when you compare it to the moves that we've seen in the past week or so. In fact, in the past two weeks, this is probably one of the biggest moves we've seen. So... Uh, that's Federal Bank for you. The top loser list for Bank Nifty now, led by RBL Bank, down 4.39%, closing at 382, is it? 332. My bad. My handwriting my really is quite shit, looks like. So, RBL Bank, 318. Wow. These prices are really inaccurate, aren't they? So, RBL Bank closing at 318, down 4.39%. And looks like it's still taking some ATMA support, which is a good thing. It's probably retracing from, uh, you know, that superbly positive streak that it had. And that's all right. You know, as long as it's respecting the ATMA, it might just tread along it. Some here, minor corrections here and there. Some profit booking happening. It's all natural. I can't really see any news or event for RBL Bank. So it's probably just, you know, it's regular uh, routine, uh, you know, correction or retracement. The next loser for the day is Indusin Bank, down 2.76%, closing at 1.375. This is the right price because I'm looking at the chart right now. And very similar to Bank Nifty in the way that it's seeing some crazy support from those lower levels. In fact, uh, that 13.50 level proved to be quite a strong support for Indusin Bank. And this is also where it had a previous base and a previous uh, CIP, change in polarity. So... That's a good thing uh, for our for Indusin Bank. The bad thing is that it has uh, it's unable to maintain that 1400 level. In fact, it opened at 1399, which in itself is not a positive sign. Does it's definitely not reassuring. It shows that it is uncomfortable above uh, that 1400 level. So another another sort of uh, you know proof air quotes proof is that um, you know the open for the day was equal to the high. So even though it was a gap down, that gap down itself was too unsustainable for the stock. So, <coughs> sorry, that that's quite interesting to note. Also interesting to note is that it opened below a CIP resistance. So, a lot of things working against uh, Indusin Bank today, but that's fine. I mean, it's probably normal, right? With that, we'll move on to my trades now. My trades were just two for the day, Glenmark and Bank of Baroda. Glenmark, Glenmark, I managed to catch the train. This was thanks to a support zone, as always. And I exited where it looked like it was slowing down. It did go up 5 rupees after that, so I have made uh, a better return on that, but that's fine. The next uh, stock uh, was Bank of Baroda. I, again, this is a very quick one. And uh, the good thing was that there was a lot of liquidity in the stock, a lot of price movements. I managed to uh, make a quick return on that. Nothing major, but, uh, you know, it, it. I believe it's recovered uh, my previous losses. So that's good. By previous losses, I mean yesterday's losses. So that's a good thing. And I did end the day positive. Unfortunately, I do not have the ROI as always. That sucks. But, you know, uh, I'm in a bit of a hurry. So you'll have to excuse me for that. Regular ROI info will resume from uh, the next episode onwards.
and with that it's time to square off this episode and uh, see you in the next one tomorrow i'll try to upload an episode because uh, it's a friday i generally do not do one but i really want to sort of get that discipline to upload it on the same day uh, over the weekend of course you should expect a basics with kr because uh, you know that that's my routine now i always upload a weekly basics with kr and uh, i ha- i i did a twitter poll and an instagram poll on what you want the topic to be and accordingly i will be posting that i believe the topic is uh, you know the types of trades that there are you know short selling and just going long and all of that so it's supposed to be for beginners if you're listening to this you probably aren't a beginner if you are then great uh if you made it so far despite being a beginner then you know hats off but uh that series is mainly for beginners or if if you just want to brush up your knowledge then that's also great but yeah i just want to let you all know and see you in the next one